This is Boomer in the Morning with Ryan Pinder on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Coming up at some point in the show today, I'm going to need to remember to give away yet another set of seats for the Calgary Stampede Parade. Really? Yeah. Four more. I just, it just. Right on the road. Right next door. I just remembered. All right. So that's, uh, we'll write that down. Four, I'll write it down too. Yeah, okay, if you, that'd be great. Uh, Calgary Stampede going to be on July the 8th. And we have a little reserved spot right along the parade route. We'll have the chairs for you. Some nice warm some hot coffee. How some do you pastries. spell parade? Uh, you could win this family pack of four seats. I'll be listening this morning. We'll give you a chance on the text line. You can also double your chances by entering online, sportsnet.ca slash 960. We'll get a hold of people next week. Uh, I, I said earlier that uh, usually it's uh, you have to beg people to come on this show, and for good reason. It's early, it's dumb, and and all of that. But one guy has been, as I said, he was an OG. He's been around since before I uh, I started the show and will, I'm guessing, be around after. He is the great Stephen Brunt. They deserve to be humiliated. They deserve to be criticized just for being dumb. They drink hard liquor in the stands. No, they actually drink, like, booze. There's nothing much likable about Jets fans. He's dead, by the way. Yeah, he's dead. Oh, he's a moron. Joe West is a horrible umpire who thinks he's the guy. <laughs> Stop doing stupid stuff. It was just incredibly dumb. He's the worst person ever. He is an arrogant, terrible umpire with a terrible crew. You guys high? Like, what's going on? If you'd said to teenage me, guess what? When you're a grown-up, there's going to be a weed store where the convenience store was. And, you know, your mom's going to go in there. <laughs> well, he was a moron before this. You ever heard him interviewed? He's a dope. Yeah, do less, get more. That's the motto. It's so CFL. He's super vain. He's super arrogant, and he's not very good. Thank God no one's listening to this. That's right, Stephen. Thank God no one's listening to this. The great Stephen Brunt. Uh, <laughs> How are you, buddy? I'm emotional now. It's, uh, it's, it's, I'm, I'm very glad that you saved all that. <laughs> so are you really? Burn, yeah. burn him, burn it now. <laughs> You're very conscious. Uh, did you know yeah. you did you know you were that outspoken? No, I didn't. I never. I don't think of myself as a hot take guy. But you know, apparently, if you stick around long enough, yeah, yeah. I guess you if you compress every hot take, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. No, I did not know that. It was somewhat surprising. McCowan taking his cues from uh -oh. you. After Is my all. machine? No, you're good. I think you're, you're you're still good. You're all. Hang good. on one second. I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna do a quick a, a quick adjustment. Sure, here, so just that pause sounds for good. A sec. Uh, more greatest hits from okay. Stephen. Uh, we'll play while he's connected. Here's more from Brunt over the years. Third period was just god awful. Um, it you know it does kind of you know God love the Senators and I understand why they why they played that way and you know if they get a lucky bounce in that third period and somehow well although it's hard to do if you don't get shots on goal but you know maybe, you know, maybe the Penguins had shot it in their own net um, but if they get a lucky bounce and they win that game one nothing we're talking about the genius of Guy Boucher. But it's it is dreadful to watch, and um, it's you know it, it's it kind of reminds me of the worst of the old devils. <laughs> hot takes, hot takes everywhere hot over takes. the years. Hot takes, yes, yeah. sizzling hot takes. Yeah. My God. Uh, so how you doing, pal? How's this going so far? How's it's, this? It's a it's I'm just barely hanging on. There's been very little sleep. It's been a lot of combing through old audio and doing editing and putting in stuff together and uh, I'm just trying to keep it together today because uh, 
it it's been it's been wild. I've said, and I don't want to keep repeating myself. I just didn't expect any of what's happened this week. The the kindness has been way over the top, and I just I took for granted how long it's been and 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 what radio does. Why radio's great? You take it everywhere you go. It's with you all the time now with podcasts. It's you never miss a thing. So that that people would connect with it to the to the degree that they have is kind of it's amazing to me. I'm, I'm pretty honored by it actually. Well, it's uh, you know you build people get to know you on radio. I've I've always thought that not you know like not in all in one day like you know not in one show where you don't you don't lay out everything who you are and what you believe in and what you laugh at and all of that stuff. You don't sometimes people try that, but you know because it's over time and it's every day and the stuff happens in the world and you react to it one way and you know it's not just about sports it's about how you kind of react to life i think that's the the the, the great thing about the medium is that you know if, if you like the person if you don't like the person it's less great yeah but you you do kind of there's an intimacy to it isn't there that you really even though you're staring at a microphone and not seeing your audience and they're not seeing you um there's a there's a real it 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 reveals the person you know, some it reveals the performer, but it also reveals the person, and I love that about radio as a listener. I'm a, I'm still a radio guy. Um, I love that about being on radio. I love the freedom that it gives you. Um, I'm going to get you all wistful about this and say, I no, I, no, I can't leave. I have to stay here. Yeah, chain me, don't. I'm going to chain myself to the microphone. <laughs> but you know, you could also do other things. <laughs> but you know, I'll say, I'll, and I do have to ask you, and I'm not. It, I shouldn't I'm looking for you to, to praise it, but you you were the I said you were the OG. You've been with me since day one because you were with Mike Richards prior. You had the opportunity mm-hmm. to hey uh, transition new show. I'm out. I don't need to do this twice a week or once a week. But not only did you stay, you you did it. I'm thinking it's not even part of your contract. I just think you do it, and you do it when you're on holidays, and you do it when you're in other continents and countries and around the globe. It's been amazing the what you've done for the show. I can't say enough. It means uh, it means everything to me that you would do that. Well, thanks. I it, I do it because I like it, and I have fun, and I enjoy you guys, and I enjoy you uh, the the show that you put together. I enjoy being part of it. Um, yeah, you're right. I started with because it was the team network yeah the, the, the i believe right wow, so that's yes. where which uh and i you know i was on with you guys or i was on with richards originally and then i was on with mitch melnick in montreal i was on with him five days a week and you know that's obviously the team network is long long gone didn't yeah. last very long no. um you know i remember as, as i recall we launched like essentially on september the 11th with like the real september 11th which mm-hmm. It wasn't a good time for sports. Um, or anything. But, but no, yes. I've always, it's, yeah. or anything. Yeah, the world too. Yeah, you're correct. It, not just, it wasn't just limited to sports. But, you know, it, it's, it's like, I, you know, I, I haven't been, I've, I've been in your old studio maybe twice or three times, you know, out there on book tours or for some reason. I not haven't been in the space very often. But it's, you get kind of a window into a different place, into a different city, into what people are thinking about. Uh, I, I, I really, yeah, I, I can't tell you how much fun it is because look, you, like you're right. I I've done this show from everywhere, just about. Um, I probably would have done it from the river this morning if there was cell service. I was out on the river and I was thinking, <laughs> you know, this would be kind of cool. But I, it was a little even more iffy than my internet, so I thought, no, I won't, I won't, I'm not going to risk it for the last show. But it's yeah, I love just, just the kind of opening the window for, you know, what's it supposed? To, I think it's supposed to be ten minutes, but it's often longer, and. uh 
yeah, listening to you guys. And there's no, you know, as you know, we don't script it. Uh, sometimes I send you topics, but generally it can go in a completely different direction. Keeps me on my toes. I always get a laugh out of it. My wife listens to it. You know, she, of all the stuff I do, I got to tell you, like, she doesn't listen to my show in Toronto as, as, as nearly as much as she, as she listens to this show. Like, she really likes the show and she really likes listening to you. So she will be, she, is going to be quite brokenhearted at this uh, this turn of events. Well, that, that that's very nice to hear. The thing, I, I just remember when we started, I told the story last hour. Mike left, and Mike was crazy and brilliant and all of that. And he the, the voices and the bits and all of that, you, you can't mm-hmm. do that. No one, only he can do that. So to try and replicate it, it was, I mean, it's a fool's errand. I just, let's do a sports show. Let's just get into the sports side of it. And working with Walker, he and I were buddies and we got along great, and just the our dry sense of humor would start kind of poking at each other, and then that started to come in. I I never really wanted to do a, a, a full sports show. I was never I love sports, and I to a point I still kind of like laughing, and I like movies, and obviously food has been a big part. We just kind of didn't take it too seriously, and that someone like you would come on and roll with the punches and have fun as well. You helped validate what we were doing it, it it helped us i think win people over that someone like you you're Stephen brunt i know that sounds but you're Stephen brunt you are respected and you are you know your author and all of that that you would come on and mix it up with us dummies i think it it helped validate what we were trying to do uh well that's 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 nice to say i i as i said i i got a lot out of it um and it's just you know it made you you know i was had to kind of think of my feet but i mostly had to just kind of i i (laughs) love being able to just enjoy the moment laugh a bit you know uh kind of play off whatever you guys were doing before i got on the air uh and look it's not this like most of this stuff's fun and games right like it is like i i i you I think one of the mistakes I made back in the, my early, 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 early days as a sports writer was that I took it way too seriously, mm-hmm. and I thought it was, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure this about this isn't just about sports; it's about the world, you know. And I'm gonna be, but at a certain point, I kind of realized, you know, there's there's gonna be another game, you know, and then there's gonna be another season, and the same stuff's just gonna repeat over and over and again. So why not use it as a backdrop or a, a soundtrack for? other things you know talk you can talk about anything through sports around sports with sports and that's you know that's the beauty of a, of a show like the one you guys do that it's yeah you're gonna you're gonna tell you the hockey game the result last night you're gonna talk about that you're talking about the jays you're talking about the cfl or you know whatever happened but that's it but it's more like a conversation between humans you know among humans mm-hmm. where yeah you might talk about that but it go it can go in any direction and it can you know, like you guys have Verk on all the time. I know, like yeah. we have him on our show. I, I just get him to talk about movies. You know, I'd like I'd, I'd rather talk to him about movies than about about hockey, and that and that's fine. You know, like I say within the context of a sports show, you can go anywhere you want. Um, the, the the least interesting content in my mind are the you know the hardcore. Um, you know, I'm not not analytics. I mean, but just guys who don't see the humor in it. You, you know, who actually take it way too seriously. Yeah, and. You will not be. You will not be accused of that. We've had uh, we've had some people hang up on us as we come in. We've had mm-hmm. some some writers or some ex athletes where we would kind of try and loosen them up 
as we go into the interview and then we go to bring them on and they've hung up. So we kill time and then the producer calls back and we'll just get the, I'm not interested in, uh, in, in playing that kind of, that's, I don't, that's not, uh, yeah. that's, I'm not that person. So it's like, okay, well, uh, I, I guess we will, uh, I guess we'll move on. But the thing with Verk is we talked to him on every Tuesday. I, I said to, for our MLB insider, I bet you there's times we've gone a month of hits and have never talked baseball once. And I think, at, yeah. and at the start, you know, my, my boss, Kerr, she'd be like, uh, what are we doing? We're, pay, we're paying a freelancer to come on. And we're not uh, we're not talking baseball. What uh, what are we doing? And uh, then he started to kind of see what was going on and started to feel it, feel it too. And I don't know that anyone ever really misses Adnan coming on and not talking about Clayton Kershaw and a no hit bid or anything like that. I, I think sometimes we've gone a little too far the one way because you get tired and you do mornings, and that's one of the things for me. Did you ever do mornings mm-hmm. for uh, for an extended period of time? No, no I've done. Have, I have. Uh, there's there's several things I've avoided in my life, and that's one of them. Um, not not because I don't. I just it's. I know it's physically tough, and I, you know, people. It's listening to this maybe. Uh, everybody's got to get up and go to their work, go to work, or at least they did before the pandemic, and people have tough jobs and everything. But I've. It's it takes a toll on folks. It it, it absolutely does. It 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 messes you up. Some people you know really messes them up yeah. um so i yeah, no, i i've always I've, I've never done it except for kind of isolated bits and pieces like i do with you guys and uh you know i i don't know how anybody does it over time i honest i honestly don't it's you know well you can you 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 know it you know the life you can you can speak to it yeah it's 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 rough and I, i'm i'm in the same boat to to complain about and, and people would text in, like, are you guys kidding me right now? You're complaining? Like, I'm on a roof in 35-degree 30, weather and yeah. sweating my hoop off. And you're compl- So it's it's not that. It was it was the brain fatigue, the brain fog. And, and you know, I, I'll, I'll, I'll say more about it somewhere, someday. But when, you, when your brain isn't quite right and you're in a fog kind of to begin with and you got stuff going on and then you come in here and you're not pressing play, for 20 minutes and playing a six you know, six pack of today's best music or something you got to talk and and be educated and cuz sports fans are going to know if you saw the game or not you can't fool them they're smart they're too smart for that and there were some it was some really really tough times and at the same time I, I didn't really want to work any other kind of time of day if you were in the middle of the day everything's old everybody's heard everything by now or if you were doing afternoons you're just mm-hmm. getting ready for it the evenings was I, you watch the evenings, you get the stuff, you come in, it, everything's fresh. So it, it's tough, which is why I'm, I feel like I got to go, but I don't really know where else to go. So we'll just, we'll, we'll call it a day for now and I don't know what's next, but I, but I do love it. What about for you? Because you've done so much, you're still writing books, you still kind of do stuff on TV, you're doing the radio show, you do everything. Where, where's the next five years? Do you have a plan uh well you know as you know in our larger company the last few days yeah. there have been some changes that they did which you know involve some people i work with and uh i don't know where the business is going to be honest boom yeah like i so that that may dictate things quite a bit i mean i've been very very fortunate and leaving the newspaper business uh 10 years ago uh 11 years ago i guess in october 
was the best move I've ever made because that was a dead end. And I've been able to work with all kinds of great people and learn a lot of stuff. And, you know, it's a younger crowd and uh, a lot of really, really creative people um, on, on the production side. So it's been a, you know, it's been a real joy. And I do get to kind of bounce from one thing to another, which I've always liked. It's never, it's, it's never been kind of a punch the clock job for me. Um, and it gives me flexibility and it allows me to do some of my other projects on, on the side if I want to. And, but I, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm a certain age right now and, uh, like I'd like to say, like, I'd like to think things that, that these things are cyclical and the, you know, the business will get better. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't know. I'm not sure it will. That's, uh, you know, and again, I'm not complaining about, I know it's tough all, there are tough things people are dealing with all over the place right now. I so have, we'll, we'll yeah. see. Um, I want to have fun, you know, like I, I want to do stuff that I'm proud of. And, uh, you know, I have fun doing radio. I like the show I'm doing in Toronto. I like Ben Ennis, who I work with a lot, and he's really talented. Uh, we've got a great producer. I, you know, I, I, I love being able to, you know, do the kind of television work that I like to do. I like to write the stuff that I like to write. You know, and if it ever turns into a job job, you know, maybe I won't like it so much. Yeah. Um, and so I'm hoping that's, that's not where it's headed. Yeah, that's, that's, that's about as revelatory as I'm going to be about anything. I yeah. Oh, to tell you that yeah, I hear you. it's been it's been a it's been a tough 48 hours in in our in our place it has been and i i just kind of have faith because i radio whatever whatever you want to call it content radio there people aren't consuming it less if anything they're consuming it more because there's different ways of doing it so i think it's out there but i think it's got to be fun i i'm which is why you keep doing it and why i think why we kept doing it if it's not fun what are, i i said it yesterday that i've had to over over the years kind of not educate because it sounds like it sounds condescending, but when a new producer or, or a co-host or somebody would come in to learn that what we were doing was a sports show, but getting, you know, hard interviews and that wasn't really kind of what we did. If we could get some some comedy mixed in, we were going to have to. We, that's the way we were going to do it. We were going to take it too seriously. Um, would people be surprised? Because I think this is true. We've never met. Would people be surprised to hear that, despite the fact we've talked twice a week they, for about eleven years? You know, but yeah, I think the people wouldn't. I, I think they would assume. <laughs> well, because right? we do. You know, we're like we're like it's it's in some ways though, like when like I'm sitting here and staring out the window right now in 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 Newfoundland, but you know I'm you know you're fully and completely engaged in the conversation. Yeah, in a way that you aren't necessarily sometimes in normal life when you run into somebody right you're thinking about a million different things and kind of wondering you know where you got to go next and you could be distracted but in this moment you're actually you got to kind of be in the zone so yeah we've never yeah i don't think you know we we have never actually physically crossed paths i've been in you know like i said i've been in the old studio i've been in the studios yeah um on book tours and stuff but that's that was a long time ago. Yeah, I don't know that we've ever, and and part of it's on me. I've just never, there's never been, and part of it, I guess, I've never really had the appetite to to move to Toronto. But and, and if you want to move to Toronto and further your career in that regard, you, you probably go there and you mix in and you, you it just was mm -hmm. never really on my radar. I was very happy out here and and Calgary was home and all of that sort of thing. So, and, and I'm a bit of a hermit and an introvert. So there is part of that uh, at, at play as well. But I feel... I do feel like I know you. I feel like you're one of my more, more trusted colleagues in all of broadcasting and in all of my professional life. We've texted, we've talked on the phone, we do this twice a week. Um, 
And that speaks to the beauty, I guess, of the medium, like you say, that we could not meet face to face, but yet feel like uh, I feel I feel I've always felt like you're uh, you're a very close confidant of mine. Yeah, likewise, likewise. Um, so we're going to have to now do that without the radio part. You're right. <laughs> That's, OK, let's keep. Yeah, let's do that without the radio part. Yeah. And and I'll tell you, the it, it's not just been for me. We get uh, we get messages all the time because I know around Christmas, we kind of get you to tell the Muhammad Ali stories and talk about books and talk about the, the different just the trials and tribulations, the uh, the El Chapo stuff, and people will always chime in, and they love they love the side that you bring to the radio. They love having you on. You're one of without top one two. It's it's a short list of everyone's favorite guests that we've ever had on, and will continue. And I'm repeating myself, but it it means everything that you would continue to do it. I, it it validated it for me, and it felt like if if he's coming on. Then I'm then I'm on the right track. So thanks for for helping me believe in myself a little bit, and, and for doing it all these years. Well, it's been uh, look, uh, it's 100 absolutely my pleasure, and uh, I uh, I look forward to it. You know, I schedule it. I make sure I'm <laughs> back from fishing in time to do it. And uh, it's it is no, it's been a blast, man. I've uh, I've I've enjoyed it all, and uh, and I'm gonna miss you. Keep like, sending those. As I say, yeah, miss you on the radio. Yeah, keep sending those. Uh, although it won't be my work email anymore. I'll I'll be in touch, but I need those fish the fish pictures. I need to uh, need to be kept in I, in the loop. I can do that. I promise. Perfect. Thanks, Stephen. Appreciate it all. All right. Uh, happy trails, Brent. Thank my you, friend. Appreciate it. See ya. The great Stephen Brunt. Awesome. All of it's sincere. Very, uh, very lovey-dovey radio today, hey? People, yeah. People are just going to be burp puking in their cars. Like, yeah. Okay, guys, get over yourself. bubbling. What are we doing here? Goodness gracious. Uh, for those tuning in, uh, yes, it's, uh, it's my last day after uh, all told, all things uh, all in. I guess 15, just just shy of 15 years is what it would end up being. So it's uh, that's you know it's long enough, right? It's long enough tired. That's all. Just need to uh, need to go to sleep. Yeah, I'm fine. I this guess. is uh, we'll go to break and we'll come back. Special guest on the other side. This is another one that uh, the the aforementioned producer upstairs mm. that put together and crafted Gola way back when. He also put together another one of the greatest hits. Ooh. And I like to say, I like to think that this is doctored audio. This is not the way it went down because you know what it's like. You can take bulk audio, you start to edit it, you move things around, you can get people to, to say things that they didn't actually say. Yeah. This, uh, I, I like to think that this was doctored, but maybe not. This is one of our most requested dumb clips from over the years. I hate this shit. There's just no way to make it sound real. This is awful. This is just the, this is the worst f***ing thing. I don't want to be embarrassed when I hear it on the air. All the time. I'm 43 years old. What the fuck? I don't like any of these. It is the worst thing ever. It's the worst thing ever. It's a conversation that would never be had by anyone. No one will ever ask you that question. me. No, I want to, is this it? Is this all I have? Yep, this is the one. 
No, no, that, no, no. Really? Awful, 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 awful. <laughs> that's, just, that's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Shut the f*** up. Good, get out. <laughs> so again, uh, you can do a lot with technology nowadays. You... Why are you quitting, Boom? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> that was from years Nobody ago. Nobody talks like this. No one talks like this. And people have texted in forever. You're going to finally say, I'm not going to tell you which client it was. But it, yeah, it was not a, uh, it probably could have used the, it probably, a we probably could have punched up the script a little bit. It probably wasn't the client that wrote it, yeah. but hey. Probably could have done that. We'll, uh, we'll break Ooh, here. Uh, five minutes till I got to get out of here. Better write something up. That's right. <laughs> Special guest joining the show. Don't go anywhere. Sports that 960, the fan. I don't have the voice for this. Sound like Super Dave. <laughs> you do. Say some grandma things. Would you like a mint? <laughs> Say take a sweater. It's cold outside. Take a sweater. <laughs> Don't walk in here with your boots. You're tracking mud. Once every uh-huh. year and a half, I would completely lose my voice. Yep. Um, Was and, it around and, the same time? And that, uh, and that would happen. It was uh, it was hard because uh, it kind of hurt, but yet you're still doing uh, you know a radio show. Mm-hmm. So there was that that you had to kind of uh, had to kind of figure out. We are uh, in true true form. I'm going to send uh, the number here to see. No, we can't uh, we can't connect on a phone call right now. So I'm, I, I am texting the person on their phone mm. who is texting me back, Yeah, but we're calling uh-huh. and the phone isn't ringing. In his hand. So that is on brand. That is perfect. That's a little tease. For, uh, it, it really is. That's, yeah. uh, that's how you it You should understand here. who's coming next. That's right. Special guest, I hope, will be joining us here. It'd be kind of unfortunate if it, uh, if it doesn't happen. I think we're going to get him. Uh, still to come this morning, we will uh, have a four-pack of tickets for the old uh, Stampede Parade coming up. Mm. It's uh, July the 8th, reserved seats, and uh, coffee, some treats in there as well. So stay tuned. We'll have that coming up for you. Uh, but right now, we go back down memory lane with, uh, well, who else? The one day I need something, cricket. Listen, I, I it's, you know, here. here's the thing. Cricket. It's because you're too dumb. So my <laughs> options today, if I'm on this show, if I'm Boomer or Rhett, to whine about James Neal contract or talk about first place flames, yeah, let's whine about the contract. Now we try to fit it all. With luck, you'll get some more bad news. Something, you know, a cow will get struck by a truck on the Deerfoot or something. They better not be running across the Deerfoot. Danger. <laughs> you know, it's a terrible place for a cow. You can come up with the question for the, uh, yeah, the trivia. Boston pizza. No, because you, you take such pride in it. I would hate to step on your toes. I take no pride in it. I do the opposite of pride. The answer was balls today. <laughs> January. Sucked. I had a gajillion people. What you up to? What how things? Uh, meh. What? That's how it's going. Meh. Should have just walked around bleeding like a goat. Meh. Meh. January. Shut up. Too many men! <laughs> hey! Too many! Too many men! I've got the crowd behind me now, so I've got some momentum. Guy! <laughs> <Yeah>! Trevor! <laughs> Come! They got too many men!
They've got those nachos, and they're kind of that heater glass thing. And then they got the cheese button. You just load it on. And uh-huh. then they've got the the chilies, the beef. The buffalo bell! Yeah! We're attempting. Good attempt over there. Get lost. Birds tweetering in the air. Is that what they do? Or they chirp, chirp. Or tweet. <laughs> what former teammate reminds you the most of Ryan Pinder? Marty Baron wouldn't shut up. See, I've got some pain on the outside of my foot. Bunyan! Coaches might have had a different plan, but I knew where my butter was bread, bread, butter. That's right. I made cake last night. Totally forgot. <laughs> zucchini chocolate cake. I'm not lying. Because I have a greenhouse and I had a big zucchini plant. What am I going to do with this? Cake. I hate the Carolina Hurricanes. <laughs> They're the Ottawa Senators of the East. What did you just say? <laughs> You call them the Ottawa Senators? We are currently the experiencing technical difficulties. What? Those, uh, what are those Cheeto-y things? The, uh... Cheetos. Yeah. <laughs> They're delicious. What are those fritter things? Fritters. Delicious. Yeah. We had to do a testing. The weekend before, my dad and a drunk Uncle Stu, that's our fishing weekend. So we've been up in northern Saskatchewan for five days, drinking and eating and whatever. Come back next morning at 7, I'm got to be at the U of S and then get on a bike. I puked everywhere after riding that bike. And they're making it like it's the goriest, most gruesifying. Gruesifying? <laughs> you, want to tr- you want to start over? Or... What does janky mean? You know what else I don't like? Quash. What is quash? When did this word become usable? It's kind of like squash. So you just but shorter. To drop the S? Get rid of the S. If you have a lisp, you just quash it. It's terrible. Squash. <laughs> I'm extremely hungover. You're not going to slot in three. It's not going to be a Naslin Bertuzzi and who was the other guy? Oh, my goodness. The other guy. Oh, yeah. Mo. Poor Mo. <laughs> oh, the plural of octopus is octopuses. Comes from the Greek word. Octopus. Pinder, don't shut up. So I'm sitting in the public urinal. I forget where it was. You're sitting in the urinal. You can wrinkle feathers. If you're the coach, that's fine. Stop. Hang on. What is was? Just, 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 just hang on one second. <laughs> I gotta keep going. No, I, I, up. I just want to. So Tortorella, one more time. What, what is I it? The tor- uh, uh, you can wrinkle feathers. Mm. You know what? Its pants are too long. Or his legs are too short. They're down over his knees. He can't skate. What the hell are you talking about? His pants are too long. Pull your pants up. He looks like a skateboarder. Pull your pants up. How old are you? (laughs) (laughs) I like Cheetos. (laughs) Folks, welcome Rhett Warren to the program. Retro, how are you, buddy? Uh, I'm pretty good, I guess. I can't decide if I take pride in any of those comments. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, man. You know what? I And there's there's just hours in there. I don't even know how to start, where to end. Some of them are so classic. You, you can't do Cheetos without che- putting the Cheeto. Like, you can't do it. Um, but I just, I listened to those, to that stuff when we were... You know, when we were right in the pocket, we were the show was huge and the the money for like the sponsors were rolling in. We stole money for years because I'd have done that thing for free. It was so much fun, so many laughs. We did had so much good times on and off the air. It uh, it was the best. 
Yeah, the memories are fond of getting. Apparently, you're moving on. You're pretty. Oh, it's early to retire. Is yeah, that that's the nice thing. Oh, so boom! Congrats, you're retiring. I have a bloody well wish it was retiring. <laughs> Do people really think I'm that old? Like I know I'm getting oh. old, but not retirement age yet. Uh, yeah, no, that's, they just uh, think yeah. you've made so much money that you can just kick your feet up yeah. now. That's what this yeah. story is. Yeah. Nothing to do with your age. Just the yeah. amount of dough you got mm-hmm. sitting in that bank account. One of us has maybe got that uh, <laughs> set up, but not the other. Yeah, I guess because I haven't oh. seen you in forever. Uh, this my last day. That is why I'm calling and reaching out today. I thought it'd be nice to have you on. Yeah. No, I heard rumblings. Fuji even texted me this morning. He's really? Yeah, he's upset. Wow. And and that little whatever they're called that you played there, I'm where the birds are tweetering. They, I can I'm, hear I'm, them. I'm with the I'm with the tweetering birds. <laughs> 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 Damn tweetering birds won't shut up. Oh man. I told I told the story earlier from my perspective how it came to be, and we've told it before because you've had well, you've had, what, two or three last days when you quit the show and weren't coming back, and then you came back and quit mm-hmm. it again. But how it came to be that I knew who you were. Obviously, I was in the media. You were still a player. I think we kind of knew each other in that respect. And then you were done with your your playing days, and it was right outside the, the walkway to the ice from the Flames dressing room. We were on with Roger Millions doing a hit in one of the intermissions, and you made a comment about wanting to say how drunk Kiprasov was at a party. And Raj, no, you can't say that. And I said, let's do it. Come in in the morning. Let's do it. And you did. And it took off from there. Do you remember, like, where were you in your own kind of, I don't want to get too emotional about it, but I know it was hard for you at the end of your career. What were you, not that you were lost, but I think you were looking for something oh, to do. I was, no, lost was probably the right word. You know, we had young kids, so you're dealing with that sort of thing but aside from that you played hockey your, your whole life and got up and was told when to go to the rink and then all of a sudden that ends and and lost is a great term i was i was going seven different directions and none of them in a good direction so no i was completely lost and i i think it happens to lots of guys i think that's part of the journey is once that career ends you got to find another path and sometimes it takes a while but then I found you, boom, mm-hmm. the old man with the walking sticks. That's right. Did just, they sticks break, or did you just get to the top? I threw. You, you know what? That? I threw them out this morning. They were in here, oh. worn right down to the nub. I don't need them anymore. I don't need them now. I could let them go. So when when you started doing it, obviously you, you had to have enjoyed it. When? How far do you remember? Do you recall where you into it? Where you're thinking, okay, maybe this guy isn't so bad, and maybe I can do this. Maybe this is something that I can do for a living, or at least do for a while here. Oh, I don't know if I ever, ever, I, I don't know if that was ever part of the, the first, I'll tell you what, you conducted the, and it, I became, I think it was because we were on the radio and we had time. I came in the first time and you did it and walks were there and did an awesome interview. And we were able to go through a lot of things and we talked about a lot of stuff, but you asked questions that were, were pointed and good. And I had, was dumb enough to answer them. So but then, remember, it was only one day a week. Mm-hmm. It was one Warner Wednesdays. It was a very, and I can still remember arguing with Kirsch going, wow, I can't do this more than one day a week. Who the is going to want to hear me talk? Like, my stories are getting old already, and I'd only done it for a couple months. 
but then it was three days and three days was good because it was only two hours a day. My goodness, this is okay. And then all of a sudden, five days. And even then, was it was good because it was still seven to nine. But then the early mornings started to creep up, and that curse pushed me more and more. But I think the 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 thing that kept me coming back was how much fun we had with it. I mean, it was. I don't think it was ever. <laughs> it wasn't. It was the enjoyment of doing it, of being in the room and having a laugh. And there were a lot of days that we didn't laugh, and we were yawning and sleeping. But there were also a lot of days there was a lot of fun had. So. I think probably that's the biggest reason we had, to a certain level, some success. Yeah. Well, it, I, and I'm not one. I think people maybe have come to appreciate. I'm not one to toot my own horn or any of that because I just don't know. And especially in that old studio retro, you didn't know if anyone was <sighs> listening. You sat in there. You didn't know if it was night, day. There was no daylight. You had no. You were just in there, the two or three of you by yourself talking to each other, and you don't know if it's any good. You're just talking. What's I don't know what's going out on the airwaves here, but then. The, the commitment started. It seemed like, hey, can you go do this? Can you go do that? We were, we were a pretty big deal at one point. But, it was, but I know just in talking to sales, I told Maddie this morning that Kirsch would come down once every couple weeks. Uh, is there anything else you can do for the show that we can sell? Uh, we're doing Ask Rhett and what you want to talk about and who's that and who's this and wh- where, where did he go? All of these dumb segments that we were coming up with to try and include sponsors on the air. And then for me, it was never bigger than the night of your the night of, of your roast. I've said it many times. I was absolutely petrified. We said, let's do it for kids sport. We're gonna do an event. Okay. You've never retired. We should do the sounds great. Let's do the Ret Retirement Roast. Um, or the Ret, I guess it wasn't even the retirement, just it was the Ret Roast. We're gonna crush you for whatever reason. And at that time we had secured the room. And I think it was at the Italian club and tickets started to sell and it was, they were going fast and we felt bad because we had to go back and say the, the demands be- bigger than we thought it was going to be. We'll do something with you down the road. I hope there's no hard feelings. And of course they were great, John and everybody. They were so good. And then they somehow, I think we were talking about the petroleum club and it just kept getting bigger and bigger. And finally we went to the, sh- the what, Sheridan Eau Claire. And it's like, really? That's like, that's what we're doing. We're going to, okay, well, for, no, it's sold out. It's the whole thing. All right, fair enough. And I walked in there that day and there was no one in there, but the, the podium was on the backdrop and all your jerseys and that were set up and it looked amazing. And I just looked from left to right, the whole panoramic for as far as I could see, it was nothing but tables. And I knew that the thing was sold out. I just couldn't believe it. And Everybody came, and it was the... And then they ran out of booze. They ran out of booze before we started, <laughs> which is testament to our boys. They didn't know what hit them either. Because <laughs> goodness. They, they were literally calling in staff. Can, can you come in? We'll pay you time and a half. They were having to wheel those, those liquor carts from other floors to get out there. They ran out of booze before we started. They were literally bringing in staff and, and liquor. But it was... And it was such a great night. It was never bigger retro. And that's testament to you because everybody loves you. But the show and the station, that was that was it. Yeah, it was a big one. And it was fun. And the only thing bad for me was how crappy I felt. That I mean, it was unbelievable. But, yeah, we did other big ones, too. The, yeah. I think that was that one was pretty cool and fun. And I don't even think we could get away with it nowadays. But 
you know, the, the amazing race was big and some of the other charity stuff we did was great. I mean, I still love the, uh, the beer league uh, hockey games, but yeah, the, the I mean, of course I like things that are about me too. Well, no, I, but it was it, truly, I know, I know you're that, you're going to shrug that off, but it was, it was what made, I think what made it special is people, who am I to anybody? I'm a radio guy. Of course I can be down to earth, but that you having played in the NHL and played for that beloved team that came so close in 04 that you would be down to earth and Hey, this, this guy, he gets drunk and he eats burgers and like, that was a, a big part. I think the show was good. I think that the sports content and all of that was good. But the fact that people could really relate with you and that you were on everyone's level made it made it the big thing that it was. And I and I have to tell you, from my perspective, I was frightened coming in to take over that show. I said it earlier. Mike Richards was huge. He was a star, a legend. And anywhere you go, people would tell you. Bring back Richards. Where's Richards? What the whole thing? So I was underwater for a long time, trying to just be good enough not to get taken off the air. And then this kind of happened. And I I remember that day as well, man. The first day you came in, it was a Wednesday. You sat there. We talked about stuff in the locker room. You went into stuff, and I remember just looking at Walker. That it's there's something here. This is this is really good, right? I was looking to him like you're. This is good. <laughs> yeah, this is good. And then. But that you would join the show and be in for the dumb stuff, and but I, and, can uh, I interrupt you there? I was, I was just going to say, but the fact that you would come on and be there and you would be part of it that validated, I think, me to the listeners that if you were if you were in, then then they then they were in. And I well, and I don't know what drew the listeners other than, but I do think the one thing that we had to find was how much sports talk. And I give you because, credit. I give you credit there because you would come in and be like, "I think we're too sportsy," and I'd yeah. be on the other side, and be like, "We we talked about eating pizza with no shirts on for a full segment yesterday. I don't know how." It's like, dude, I, that's all anybody was talking to me about was about all the food stuff or the dumb stuff. I think we need to talk less sports, and the dumber it got, the bigger it got. You had a good vibe on that. Well, I, I, cause I was a dopey listener probably myself. And I was like, and I still remember working with Raj and, and doing some of the TV stuff. And the thing that frustrated me the most about it was, and I get it, it's TV and you're covering a game, but at the end of the first period, it's zero zero and it's Minnesota on a Tuesday and you got to come up with something insightful. And it's like, what are we going to talk about the offside? He can't go offside there. Yeah. I can't believe, you know, and that was always my frustrating part with, TV that and I had to wear a suit, but I, I always believe that listeners, especially in Canada, they know what's going on. They watch the game and there are guys that are that into it where an offside is a big deal. But for most of us, we watch enough hockey and we go, yeah, well, okay. It was kind of a soft opening period. We don't need real hard hitting stuff. And, and I think we, we finally found our way through that where if there is something to talk about it, we opened it up and we dissected it and we did a good job of that. But when there wasn't, we were able to talk about everyday stuff and life and issues and, and things that could relate to people. And I think that's probably the thing that most of our listeners enjoyed about us. And I was thinking over the years, I was texting with someone this morning, the, one of the coolest things, and I think of the people who are close to me 
in life. And some of them were friendships and relationships I had prior to coming to Calgary or whatever. But so many of the people that I interact with now are people we met because of the show. You go over over the course of time, like already, of course, Bonton Meats has sent in a, a care package this morning. I th- we go we go with Bonton Meats. Well, we're going to make sausage. Wild Rose Brewery. Well, we're brewing your own beer. Now we're going to Mexico. Now we're going to Vegas. I remember Mugshots, Clinton, Darlene, they were one of the first ones that kind of got in with us. And we had all kinds of, we, so we had the love the love on for them because they were great. And I remember she said, we, we had to expand our hours and hire more staff and because th- it's gotten really big and we did not expect this, but you guys have made us huge. And <laughs> it's like, we just were talking about eating chicken wings. I don't know what, uh, what, what part yeah. we played in, but, um, but you think about it, man, all, all of the, uh, the connections and the people and the friendships that we've made because of that, that, that stupid show over the years. I, it makes me sad to think, man, what if, what if those people weren't in our lives? It's crazy. Wow. It's, and it's weird for me, not weird, but different when I stop and think about that in that, you know, as a player, people approach you and want to be part of included. And, but it's always, there's always kind of an angle where it's, and and I don't know that you get to, or have a level of trust that they're not (laughs) looking for something. Whereas all these people, just good people. Yeah. Good people you want to know, you want to hang out with and be friends with. So it's it's a different feel for me because I think you know them on a better level. You don't have a guard up. It's kind of like when you're a player, you're like, ah, I'm, I'm busy with other things. Like, it's nice to meet you. I don't need to get to know you. Whereas all the people that I've met and gotten to know, I still value as friends. Yeah. And the first time you left, Three years ago, four years ago, because I, I lose oh, track. Before of time. that, it was, stupid. It was before COVID, obviously. But you had it was not that the show had run its course. I still think that the show was good, but you 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 just kind of had it was it was enough. I often think back that I I almost wish I'd have left then too. Not and this sounds so arrogant. I don't mean it to be that way. But you think of shows like Seinfeld when you stay too long. I don't think. If we, if we, I don't think we stayed too long necessarily, but it, I almost wish that I would have called it quits then too, because it was never the same. And then I know you you came back, but because of COVID, you weren't in the room. Oh, it, it was just I ne- don't never the same. No, and and I think we tried to do a decent enough job with during the COVID era and doing it from your house or your room or this or that. And you know that one year when I was traveling, it, there was some goofs about that. But no, it never. You got to, being in the room together and 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 having those laughs and those conversations during breaks and certainly added a lot to to what we were doing. You can you can do it the way we did it the last little while, but it certainly wasn't the same. No, not at all. And 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 for me leaving the the first time I left, it was I always had in my head that I should have been in the game and coaching and stayed in it and I just felt like I had to to give that a go and it kind of got derailed like everyone's life during that covid stuff. So anyway, it was uh it, no, you're right. It doing it the last couple of years over the phone and uh, and not being in person with each other made it as good as you tried to make it it still couldn't compete with with the old days yeah 
And, uh, and I mean, all you need to know is that uh, Kirsch takes credit for all of it, even though we did the show and it was all us that did it. In the yeah, first he place. Is, yeah, yeah, he had no clue that I was coming in the first time. He had no clue. Like, yeah, absolutely. He was a big part. Yeah, he's a huge part. And I, I just before I let you go, um, I know you're not on social media, but the outpouring it's dude it's blown me away i i made the made the call long ago months ago that i was that i was gonna get a step away but didn't make it really kind of public certainly not to to listeners until monday my plan was just to come in today and in the last segment just kind of say it's been great and thank you but everyone really thought that was not the right way to go that it would it would be kind of unfair to the listeners and i rudely now looking back never never really thought of it that way but it has been i mean it was it was our show it was all of our show and the the amount of response that's come in by email text on the text machine here and on social media like i say i know you're not on it people love you people miss you and the show meant a lot to them it got it got people through some dark times which i've i've taken for granted but knowing radio and loving radio like i do i i know that's how it works so you, you meant, you've meant a lot to a lot of people just by coming on and doing this. Well, Nigel, like you said, I think we we're a bit of a tandem. and It worked hand in hand, and I think the people of Calgary appreciate how much time and effort. I had the spoiled roll, which I appreciated, and you had the walking sticks, which you wore down to nubs. And I know the people in Calgary would appreciate everything you've given, and I don't think they – they probably don't even know – the sacrifices that you do have to make to do a show like we did, uh, especially for you putting it all together. And uh, I'll say this, your mom and dad would be proud of you, boom. I want to swear because I'd call you an effer right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you're well. It's been been awesome. Thank you, buddy. I love you. All right, take care, Paul. Damn it! Ah, <laughs> uh, as I'm looking at a clip that says Rhett disappears from the show and returns with no shoes on, <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> right? God, um, we'll break. Let me see if I can find a clip that'll get us to to break here. Another kind of a special uh, guest will join us. When we come back, there's so many dumb, dumb clips. Here's here's one that you the people will appreciate. We'll go to break. We'll come back. Another special guest uh, next. Uh, one of the others, Michael Froelich, <laughs> has actually been playing very well. Yeah. Here's how the other four. So that's two minus uh, four is six. Here's how the other four have been doing. Two minus four is six. Okay. Write that down. Um, Sean Monahan shirt. Did I say two minus four is six? Did you yeah. want me to go over that one more time? <laughs> Come for the food banter, but stay for the math. It's really what we do here. <laughs> go ahead and say Where that. is this going? It's not working. <laughs>